You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, we're back. Yes, we are. We're doing great. We both have our mics working today. Mics are working. They weren't working on Monday, where mine wasn't working. Um. I, I was watching this TikTok the other day, or maybe it was today. It was, it was definitely today. And it was a guy like imitating um, podcast hosts. Oh, nice. And like their, like, like their promo and their life. Did he did do us? <laughs> well, it's, it's like kind of similar. Just like in general. Uh-huh. Well, it's like when you and I were like, what do we say for our promo? Like, this is like a year ago, yeah. I guess. Or like, what do we write? And it's like, just two people talking about basketball with takes you haven't heard before. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what his thing was. He's Listen, like, where are you going to get takes from two random guys talking about stuff? And we never like, promised unique takes. I don't. We think. didn't. No. I don't think we would have done that. I think we no, have the, um, the savvy to say, we'll just reiterate what other people have said. That's that's fine. Yeah, we might say it in a different way. Yeah. but And sometimes we'll just steal it entirely. Yeah. Mm, I don't care. Um, I think the only thing that we promised was unfiltered. Yeah. Um, which, Which I think you I think we're relatively unfiltered. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree. Sometimes Con- we swear, especially, I don't know. especially compared to what we used to be. Yes. Where well, anytime that was, that was highly filtered. That was like double, triple that was filtered. Like, that that was like us recording a podcast on a Monday to get out on Tuesday and releasing it on Friday because so many people had to listen to it. We've talked about it before, but my favorite was when we asked Scott Layden a tough question and he just goes, You know what I love? I love Target Center when it's sold out. And you're like, I didn't even ask you about that. I asked you about the trade deadline. What is? What are we talking about? Never answer the question. That's what they say in succession. It's, it's true. It's true. Um, Worked out for them. It, kind of, I guess, for some play, like some people. Yeah. Um, no spoilers. Uh, 
we're recording this on a Wednesday night. You'll hear it on Thursday morning. Uh, <clears throat> the Wolves are coming off a 109-107 to 107 win over the Blazers. Last night or on Wednesday, Julian's beloved Blazers. Um, yes. Probably a little closer than it should have been, but uh, it is a good game. I have to say, big news for the podcast. I'm kind of more of a Wolves fan this year. Okay. I feel like this is... Uh, but you don't like Chauncey Billups. I don't. And a lot of people don't, so... And I also just... I mean, I will always like, I grew up with the Blazers. I'm always going to be a Blazers fan, but it just feels like a lost year for them. Like it's just like, yeah. all, you know, and so it's kind of like I can focus on the Wolves for a year and not yeah. feel bad about it. You know, like the Blazers aren't doing anything this year. No, I, I, I get that. And like, I, yeah, sometimes that's like relaxing after paying attention yeah. for so long. Just like, oh my God. Like it reminded me of week 18, I guess this year for the Vikings when they were yeah. just like out of it. And I'm like, I don't even care. I'm not going to watch it. And I was like, wow, I actually got some stuff done this Sunday. Um, my wife will argue and say, maybe you didn't. You just watched other games, which that's actually that's probably, stuff. That's probably more true. I don't that's really remember. That's stuff that you did. That's stuff that, you that I did. That, done if that, you were watching the Vikings game. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, but so I think you're right. Fair. Like the Blazers are in that weird spot because like Lillard is out for, I don't know. Everybody's how, hurt. Right. And then like, it's like, this roster is going to get blown up. Like you need to get a new GM and like my, my yeah. guess is like the GM will probably give Chauncey Billups one more year and then fire him or like split ways. Yep. Right. It's like hey, probably trade right, CJ, per, probably per, trade Rocco. Like, yeah. Get, get new guys in there. Um, there I was watching. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say watching Robert Covington. I've never seen a player that isn't that good. Get like, man, he's the missing piece for every team he's been on. And like, or every every team that he could be on. And he's a really good player and he fills a stat sheet and he does like little things and he's like very likable and he's great. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely a good player to have on your team. Yeah. But it's just like every team he's gone to, it's like, oh, but he could be the missing piece or like the, the he'd fit in perfectly there. And you're like, wait, well, yeah, but he's the main thing he's not is a center. And everyone's no. obsessed with playing him at center and it never works. He's too small. Like, I don't know. There was like maybe maybe like two or three years ago that was like or two years ago that was like all the rage like these small centers and then it's just kind of it's not really working anymore. No, 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 no. It's not. And he does this thing where uh, he just it's almost like his depth perception like within six feet just go like in the NBA it's like layups and 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 threes. Yeah, and it's like. For I guess for anybody else, if you were like, all right, now shoot a mid-range shot, you'd be like, whoa, I don't even know how to like mechanically do that with my body because yeah. I've only taken these shots. Robert Covington had like four shots last night, and one was like a fadeaway, and he like hit the top right of the backboard, yeah, and you're like, crazy. and as soon as he shot, somebody was like, nope. And it's like, yeah, why are you shooting that? It doesn't even yeah. look like you know how to shoot that shot. I think Roko's just like kind of, I mean, this is not a Roko podcast, but he's kind of misunderstood. Like everybody thinks that he's like, he gets, you know, he talk. everybody talks about his defense, which is true. Mm -hmm. He's a really good defender, but he's like not actually that good of a one-on-one -on -one defender. Like he's a decent defender, but he's like way better kind of in the system, like getting deflections. And like, that's his huge thing is like breaking up passes, yeah. you know, which is like a really, really important skill set. And he's like a good one-on-one -on -one defender. But he, it's like the teams that get him thinking that he's going to be able to like go lock down the best player in the opposing te team every night is that's just like not what he does. And so yeah. I, I feel like that's why he gets this like he's the missing piece. He's this three and D wing, and it's he is. But you still need another guy. He can't be your your best one on one defender. Yeah, he's the best. He's I, I totally agree with you. 
but and he's like the guy that on the I mean, I'm I'm just throwing out juggernauts already, but like the Warrior Sons, like if you were like, okay, what do the Suns awesome. need to beat the yeah. Bucks? You're like, oh my God, what if they had Robert Covington coming off the Yeah, bench? exactly. That's where he's missing. It's like these middling teams. It's like, well, he might put you in a better position. And you're certainly going to be a better team, but like, I don't know how much yeah. it like puts you over the hump. Totally. Uh, Anthony Edwards, 40 points, nine rebounds. Killer. Uh, looked really, really good. 14 for 27 from the field. Uh, just looked really, really good. Um, my dad was at the game. He, he was. Te- yes, he was. What did he say? Um, he texted me. Let me pull up his text. Oh, God, I should have had this prepped. This is bad. Um, we, never, we never promised preparation on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He says, Edward's really good. Great moves. Fun to watch. Future star possibilities. Can do so much. And then he said, um, he's amazing. Uh, the highlight was a drive to the basket, fouled like three times, up and in, whole package. Good defender, shooter, and driver. Reminds me of a smaller LeBron. Wow. My dad is like not, doesn't like work, it's, you know, he's not like a he, GM of an NBA team, but he's watched a lot of basketball. My dad really likes Edwards. It was almost like like listening to a love story. Yeah. Where he's like, maybe some star potential. And then by the end of the night, it's like, mini LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, gotta say, D'Lo has a bit of an attitude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he it's does. True. Which yeah. is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think better. he meant it as a bad thing either. Yeah, he's. Um, yeah, no, I mean Edwards, it, it's it's legit. Like he's great. I like when he's hitting his step backs, it, it's unstoppable. You know, yeah. and that's he doesn't have that going every night, but he had it going last night, and or was it? Like, I guess two nights ago. By the time we're listening to this, yeah. And man, when he can be hitting from two feet beyond the arc and use that to create space for his drives, it's like how? What are you gonna do? You know, he's like one of those guys. It's like if he's really on, you're not stopping him or you have I, to pick. You can only stop him in one way. But we're starting to get to the point where you think of like if you are starting a uh, team, you know, for the next 10 years and like you do these things where you like talk about potential trades, yeah. like you're you're starting to wonder where he is in that list, which is like weird. Uh, like he's I think he's up there. I mean, I, I think I think like you're probably still taking Luca Lamelo. Maybe Lamelo. I don't know. Yeah, the Edwards Lamelo thing is just going to be fun forever. I because they're because they're both really good. You know, it's yeah, and like even like Ja, it's like well, I, like yeah, I don't know. Ja. I, I I know like I'm 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 biased, but I'm I'm like it's just like is is Edwards position positional value and like what yeah. he does for a team a little bit great. I don't know. Um, I think is the potential to be a better defender than Ja does. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, like then you like go to Luca and like, am I just crazy and like super, uh, you know, just, uh, very, uh, short sighted of what's happened this season, but it's like, Lucas had a stroke. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Like, no, I think I, it's true. I don't know. At the end of the year, I think the, like we'll have a good picture of like where that looks, what that looks like. Um, town 17 points on just seven shots from the field, but he also had 17 rebounds and four blocks. Um, you'd like to see him take more shots, but whatever, totally. like, with him against guys like uh, Nurkic, I always yeah. wonder about like he, those are the type of games where like Towns either it, it feels like either Towns is four for seven from the field and he's having like figuring out other ways to get involved. That's the good version, yeah. or he's like four for twenty seven, and yeah. it's like the beginning of the year where he's just like shooting shots that he shouldn't. In. So this is a good night. Good night overall. I mean, he did good. He fouled Nurkic out, which yeah hurt hurt the Blazers down the stretch and. Yeah, I don't know. I think I mean this is good. 
Yeah. Like he, he, if, if Towns' off night is this night, then that's right. Right. Great. If you're 17, you know? seven and four. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when Edwards is scoring, for, scoring 40 points, like, you know, and Dilo did pretty well too, right? I, I don't yeah. Know 22 points. Seven yeah. For 22. 16. Like Carl doesn't need to score 30. So that's great. I mean, that's why you want to have three guys. And I've, I've, I've heard that we went a little hard on Carl on Tuesday's podcast. So I just want to apologize. Um, it wasn't anything personal. It's Carl all things you. that we've been watching. No, Carl didn't text me or call me. Um, he has yet to do that, but, um, we've talked about it before. Like we, we love Carl on our team. And like, yes. you think about all the things that he can do makes him a better basketball player. But when you're having these conversations, you also have to talk about things that you might not like that might be detrimental to your team in the yeah. future. Every team does it right. Like with Kevin Garnett gr- growing up, it was, yeah, he can do everything, but like he would literally rather do anything but touch the ball with less than a minute left. Like he yeah. didn't want to be the guy. And like that, okay, well, how do we figure that out? Like, what do we do? How, the, can can he overcome that? Okay, if yeah. he can't, how do we overcome it? Um, the Wolves are twenty four and twenty three now, game and a half back from the Nuggets, uh, which is kind of a big deal because that's in sixth place, which they could avoid that playing tournament altogether. Um, Lakers are a, a half game back from the Wolves and the Clippers are one game back in ninth place. Uh, significant win though, because the, the loss puts blaze uh, the Blazers a full four games back to 10th place. So, yep. um, things are looking up for the old Wolves. The old um, Julian, what are you doing for the NFL games this weekend? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I like, I made a lot of food and like kind of had a good NFL weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, I don't know. Honestly. Well, it's, it's only Sunday, so it's just yeah, one day. That's true. That's true. That that kind of makes it easier. I'll probably, is, I don't know, probably make some food, watch it. Watch. Some is there anything better, especially the playoffs, like regular season, whatever? Uh, is there anything yeah. better than like a playoff weekend of NFL and like a with but combined with like putting your like re, like scheduling your food around it? Yeah. Oh, it's nothing better than a good I made like a, food weekend. A good, I made a good bean dip and a. Some some shredded like pulled chicken and like it was good. It's good. Well, I am I'm jealous. Uh, I'm excited for this weekend though. What do we got? Bengals uh, and the Chiefs, and then we got the uh, Rams and the 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 49ers. Yeah, like dude, really interesting stuff. I don't know. know. Like, like we could see the Bengals and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. What? And I really doubt it. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I guess. Uh, With that being said. Go put in your lineup over at DraftKings. Use the code TBPN. Um, they're doing stuff all the time over there. So show show us some love. If you have never used DraftKings, maybe you use another daily betting thing. I don't know what you use. Um, no free ads here, so I'm not going to say any names. But maybe give DraftKings a, a shot. And if you use the code TBPN, um, you'll get a little something-something back in, in, in your, uh, your account. So uh, put down $5. That's the minimum. Um, get some money back, put in some lineups. Um, if you're in a state that you can bet legally, use a sport, uh, sports book. Um, yeah, I mean, see, see what bet you want to make. I think I, I'm not sure what the spreads are, but, um, I mean, if you're, let's, if, if you're uh, dreaming big, just go money line bang or uh, yeah, b- money line bangles and 49ers and let's parlay it. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks DraftKings. They're great. Yeah. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, call 1-800-GAMBLER ASAP. Uh, See DraftKings.com for details. On my speed dial. Thank you. Um, all right, Julian. Uh, we had some new rules in the NBA. Yeah. 
We're getting rid um, of the three-point lead. Well, I guess I shouldn't say rules. I should <laughs> say all-star game. Um, also, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, the Rising Stars Challenge is now called the All-Star Clorox Rising Stars. Yes. So that just rolls, rolls off, off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Just, uh, Clorox has had to come up. They've, yeah. Uh, it's really, they did a lot of cleaning in the last they, couple of years, whether they, or not they needed to. They got some extra awareness, awareness yep. budget for their uh, mm-hmm. for, for some of their campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So they are uh, doing an updated mini tournament format this year in Cleveland. So it used to be Team World versus Team USA. And then it, before that, it used to be rookies and sophomores. This year's Rising Stars will feature three games between four teams of rookies, sophomores, and for the first time, players from G League Ignite. Finally. Um, so players that decided to go to the Ignite instead of college? or that is that is that what those players are? I think so. Yes. Yep. Um, so basically, there's going to be 28 players, 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, and four G League Ignite players will be broken into four teams. Um, the pool of NBA players will be chosen by NBA assistant coaches, um, and the Ignite players, of course, will be uh, chosen by the G League guys. Each team will be coached by a member of the NBA 75 team and assistant coaches from the All-Star game. Uh, they will draft their squads, so it's going to be a draft, which is kind of fun. Um they're on each of the four teams. There's going to be a G League Ignite player, and then uh, each team or each game will be played to a final target score, meaning the game will end with a basket made or a free throw instead of the clock running out. It will be a race to 75 to celebrate the league's 75th anniversary season. Um, games one and two will be played until a team reaches 50, and game three um, will be played until a team reaches 25. It doesn't make any sense. It's not a race to 75. It's a race to 125. Yeah. And then, but, and also, and why not make it 75 each? I mean, I guess it's a lot of basketball, but I, I don't know. I read this because you, you know, I read this article earlier today. I don't understand these numbers at all, but I love the format. I do too. I do. I actually, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And just there's, it's going to create so much like, kind of meaningless storylines that can entertain us for a few days. Like just think about all the like combinations of young guys that are going to be on these teams and then guys who aren't even drafted yet, you know, like think about like a a young, you know, you'd imagine like Jalen green or, you know, Evan Mobley, like probably not Evan. Well, I'm trying to think like bad teams with young guys, like say like, I I think Jalen green's hurt, but just like imagine like a young star to be, on a horrible team is in this and they're playing with a guy in the G league. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, well your team's probably gonna have top four pick. Yeah. This could be a thing. This like, this could be a preview of the future, this future partnership. Like, I think that's interesting. Like guy, there's always going to be stuff about like, Oh, these guys want to play together. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just think it kind of creates a lot of not like bad drama, just like intrigue. Yeah, I think no, it'd be I, really fun, and I really like the format. I like the playing to a set score. For, and, uh, yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say. I think that's great <clears throat> because it makes the last like minute or two like, holy shit, it's seven or it's forty eight to forty seven. Yeah. Like this team needs a three to to win it. Do they go down and shoot it, or do they like get the two and then hope they can get a stop, whatever? And I think um, this is gonna be competitive because I think the tournament format is gonna make these guys like want to win it. Yeah, against their other kind of the guys around them in like age. Yeah. Now I, I, I love it. I think it'll be uh fun. 
Not not sure on the points, but I, I like how they're doing it. The yeah, old format was was pretty broken. It's like basically it was boring. Yeah, none of nobody these guys watched. Really care. Yeah, um, I think like the Team USA versus the World was like kind of fun, but then slightly also, better. Yeah, but also just like hey, we're America. If you we got our full team. whatever. Yeah. It's like all the international you guys are just looped into one group. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true, not very true, nice. True. Um, uh, James Harden um is not going to be on the move during the trade deadline, which I don't think is really a surprise to anybody. It's the but... weirdest freaking story. He was never going to move. Yeah. I, like, I it agree was just with the you. Sixers saying we want James Harden and everybody else being like, Oh, it looks like the Sixers are going to get James Harden. It's like, he was never going to move. And conveniently, Why the, hell would the Nets do that. Conveniently that same week, there's a report saying that like James Harden hates living in Brooklyn. Um, and the Kyrie Irving situation was like really not fun for him. And that he'll probably, pursue being a free agent which even yeah. but 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 still might end up signing with the nets so yeah I, I i agree it's kind of a non-story but also like good job by whoever was leaking it out from the 76 er side because yeah. here we are there's uh so for any podcast listeners that don't know i'm getting a master's in communications right now and there's a pr theory <laughs> called agenda setting, which is where like, if you steer a conversation in a particular way, when you're dealing with the media, like those are the things that they'll treat as important. And I think there's somebody in the Sixers who's very good at this because the Sixers can get anything they want in the, we're like reported. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just because the, the Simmons stuff, everybody just wants there to be action. Like everybody's bored because nothing's happening. He's just sitting there. And so anytime the Sixers like leak anything or hint at anything, it's just like huge news. Yeah. It's like, how, yeah, it's a great, this is a big deal. What are, what are you hearing? And they're like, well, we hear James Harden's actually really unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Put it to break that. Somebody write it, please. Yeah. Uh, James Harden is not moving. Yeah. Not moving. Uh, but with that being said, could be on a new team next year. He can opt sure. out of his 22, uh, yeah. 23 season, become a free agent, sign elsewhere. They can Man, what, and trade. That'd be crazy if the, if this whole Nets thing ends with just that. Well, the only teams this offseason that can sign him without a signing trade would be Detroit, Orlando, and San Antonio. So I don't think a, a signing. I mean, not seeing it. We're seeing more and more guys just do the signing trade route. But yeah, actually, Harden in Orlando <laughs> would kind be of funny. awesome. He might weigh two hundred ninety <laughs> pounds by the end of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, and then, um, Jeremy Grant, who is, uh, he was out for a while. I think he, I'm not sure what the injury was, like knee, ankle, back, something like that. Um, I just li- like listed off all the injuries that could be, um, yeah, back, wrist, hand. I don't know what it was, but he was out for like the last like month or two. Um, he is back in the G league, I think. And I think he just got COVID, but, uh, but, but he'll be back soon. And the trade deadline's coming up on February 10th, which is in two weeks. Um, and apparently per report from our good friend, Brian Windhorse from ESPN, Jeremy Grant's representative sent the Pistons a, t- a list of teams that he'd like to get traded to, you know, just in case they're thinking about it. Yeah. Is it, which is kind of funny, right? Like what it's would happen if, man, it's what, so what would, funny. What would happen if, uh, growing up, you just like went downstairs to your parents and you just had like a list and you said, these are the four things I would, I would maybe consider for dinner tonight. These are the families I would join. <laughs> right? Like, to... hey, uh, these are like maybe four things that I would. Yeah. yeah. These I are mean, the four chores I want to do this weekend, whatever. Uh, but he's not asking out. 
No, but I think, I mean, I, I, I think because that he's not he's, good enough to ask out. Like this is what makes this story, this story funny. And it's yeah. like kind of sad because Jeremy Grant like went to Detroit to prove that he could be the guy and has since proven that he can't be the guy. But um, he does put up really good numbers. But he's a really good player. And like, yeah. no, he's a really good player and he would really help a contender. Like the Nuggets should never have let Jeremy Grant go. I, um, I, I agree. But at the same time, like is Jeremy Grant really the caliber of player who can like force himself out? Like, I don't well, know. I think what is he in the, I think he's in the last year of his deal. Um, oh, he is. Okay. I think, I didn't I realize think he was so. Expiring. So I think like, I, I agree with you. Like, it is funny. Like, that's why I put it in our notes because I think yeah. like the headline's funny. Like Jeremy Grant tells team mm-hmm. where he wants to go. And you're like, what if it's what? like, what, what if it's like Orlando Houston? He's like, I just want to go to these bad <laughs> teams and put up, put up big numbers. Um, Oh, he had a thumb injury by the way. Um, okay. It looks like next year will be his, uh, last year of his deal, but regardless, like he'll be an expiring next year. So, um, yeah, something to something to keep an eye on. The Cavs be another big. That just that he's starting at sh- shooting guard. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I've I've heard. Um, Who, yeah, well, I was gonna say, where would you want him? I've heard like, like rumblings of good. the Lakers make the most sense. I just what don't is, know if they, they have enough Russ for him. Like, like, are you giving up? Well, let's see. I can just make it happen right now. Talon Horton Tucker, and maybe you give up Kendrick Nunn. Um, and then we have to give up one more thing. How do you make the money work on that? Yeah, you don't is the answer. Uh, the Lakers just put themselves in every trade because they're desperate. Yeah, they really can't because they just have a bunch of guys on minimums. Yeah. So you'd literally have to go like the Lakers can either make like minimum deal for minimum deal type moves, or they can move Russ for another guy on like an albatross. Like they could trade Russ for John. What about this? You could do like Taylor Horton, Tucker, Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Reza, a first round pick. And that would work for Jeremy Grant. So what what would that be? Taylor Horton, Tucker, Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Uh Reza. Like basically if you're the Pistons, you're like, okay, Horton, Tucker, fine. And then we get a first round pick. I don't know if I'm doing that if I'm the Pistons because you have them for another year, you know? Yeah. You can wait for a better deal to come around. I and agree. I think you're going to get a better deal than that. Also, uh, is it Spotrack? Spotrack? Uh huh. Spotrack, whatever. Uh, where you look at players' contracts, they now have like a trade machine on there. Ooh. So that's what I'm playing with. So go, like, we don't have to do it now, but maybe, uh, maybe like yeah. next episode, like next week, we put together like a bunch of trades we like. That would be great. Yeah, let's do that. Um, I would like to see Jeremy Grant on the Suns. Okay, let's see what we can do. I'm going to um, say... The Suns and the Pistons. So let's give up... Uh, let's give up our good friend, Jeremy Grant. You got to give... Dar- Dario's got to be in that deal, I think. Okay. And then... But they... They probably want... What if you give up Dario and Jay Crowder and a first? Do you do that if you're the Suns? I don't think I give up Jay Crowder. Yeah, because Jay Crowder is really valuable to them. I think I'd rather like my guess though, if he's like filling that role anyways, like mm, you know what I mean? What if you did like what if you did like Dario, Jalen Smith? 
I don't know, man. The Suns are just too good. I maybe I wouldn't do this. I think he'd be fun there, but I, I don't think I'd make a move right now if I was. The you Suns. could do Jeremy Grant for Dario Saric, Jalen Smith, and Cam Johnson. I just oh, Cam Johnson's so kind of sneaky critical for them though. Yeah, I know. Although you're bringing in a, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe that's don't always do the anything. thing, right? You're like, you don't want to get rid of this guy, but then you're like, but wait, is uh, Jeremy Grant better than uh, right. Jay Crowder? And you're like, yeah. And yeah. that's kind of the point of the exercise. But the thing is, is that also, like, you, I, I feel like the team that is going to end up trading for Jeremy Grant is going to give the Pistons pretty much exclusively picks in terms of yeah. assets and then just whatever players they're not using that make the money work. Like another bad contract. Yeah. So, Cam Johnson's shooting we'll 43% from the three-point line. He's been unconscious. Jesus. We could have had him. We, we did. Instead of Culver. For a hot second. I mean, technically, like with yeah, that's true. They, they, he wore our hat, I think. All right, uh, well, Darius Garland, also good, really good, really Maybe good. Maybe when we traded up for him, we should have traded up. For See, him. but now I feel better for Gerson. <laughs> like for Gerson's legacy, that's actually good news. If they both would have sucked, that would have been really bad. Oh yeah, he just failed to execute a trade for a really good player. He didn't misevaluate two players. Yeah, like he just <laughs> good for just, Gerson. Yeah, like he he. <laughs> assumed that the player that he wanted to draft would be available and he wasn't. Uh, so instead he got a shitty player. If both players would be really bad, then I'd feel worse for him. But uh, that's fair. I guess yeah. Gerson doesn't need our sympathy. He's doing fine. No. Oh, no, he's, he's fine. That, um, he's, a, uh, he's okay. Yeah, he's, he'll be fine. Um, all right. Well, Julian, we'll be back for another episode this week. We'll be recording. Uh, we'll, we'll get a podcast out on Friday, probably a little shorter and we'll just uh, highlight another three star sports card. Card corner, our good We'll do some trades. We'll do some, and we'll do some trades. Yeah, perfect. Sweet Julian, you have a good night. Bye.